Good evening. Um, probably wondering why we're in a different place <clears throat> and why we're not doing video rather than audio. Uh, this morning when I got here, the uh, thermostat was not on, and so I changed out the batteries. That gave it, at least turned it on, but the uh, furnace hasn't gone up any since this morning. And this morning it was 58. So it hasn't gone down, but it hasn't gone up. But 58 is a little bit more uncomfortable. So rather than meeting in the church, we're going to meet down here in the fellowship hall. And I'm recording this all with audio. Uh, we'll start with a uh, hymn sing. And so if you have a favorite hymn that you'd like to sing, um, raise your hand and I'll call on you and, and we'll, uh, we'll do that. You have one, Christy? What is it? 941. 941. We'll do the first verse of that one. It's a longer verse. 941. That is, um, we praise you and acknowledge you. First verse, 941. <laughs> suggestion. Looking for suggestions. It's a race between Matt, Cammy, and Merle and Gwyn. They're the only ones looking, so I'm figuring. Hark the glad sound. What number? 349. 349, hymn 349. 349, we'll do the first and last of 349. Hark the glad sound, the Savior comes, the Savior promised. <coughs> I prepare a throne and every voice a song. Verse 4. Our glad hosannas, Prince of Peace, thy welcome shall proclaim. And hymns eternal arches ring with 
thy beloved name. Anyone else have one? Six fifty six. Six fifty six. My favorite. And that is a mighty fortress. A mighty fortress. Six fifty six. Let's just do the first verse of that one. A mighty fortress is our God, a trusty shield and weapon. He helps us free from every need that hath us now or taken. The old evil foe now means deadly Are his red arms in fight? On earth is not his equal. Another suggestion. You probably can do a couple more. Matt. 384. 384. 384. That is of the Father's love begotten. 384 will do first and last. Of the Father's love begotten, ere the world began to be, he is Alpha and Omega, He the source, the ending, He of the things that are, have, have been, and that future years shall see, evermore and evermore. Christ to thee with God the Father, and O Holy Ghost to Thee, Him enchant and high thanksgiving, and upending praises be, honor, glory, and dominion, and eternal victory, evermore and evermore. One last one. One last one. 364. 364. Away in a manger. Do you like 364 or 5? 364. 364. Away in a manger. All three verses? Uh, first and last. <laughs> Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. The little 
little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. The stars in the sky looked down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. Let's do all of them. The cattle are lowing, the baby awakes. But little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. I love thee, Lord Jesus, look down from the sky. And stay by my cradle till morning is nigh. Be near me, Lord Jesus, I ask thee to stay. Close by me forever, and love me, I pray. Bless all the dear children in thy tender care, and take us to heaven to live with thee there. Please rise and turn to your handout. <clears throat> oh Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O oh God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ, King who comes to save us. Let's see. Lord, you were favorable to your land. You restore the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the iniquity of your people. You covered all their sin. You withdrew all your wrath. You turned from your hot anger. Restore us again, O God of our salvation and put away your indignation toward us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger to all generations? Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your steadfast love, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Let me hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people, to his saints, but let them not turn back to folly. 
Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him. That glory may dwell in our land. Steadfast love and faithfulness meet. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs up from the ground. And righteousness looks down from the sky. Yes, the Lord will give what is good. And our land will yield its increase. Righteousness will go before him and make his footsteps away. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Please be seated. We sing hymn 412, The People That in Darkness Sat. We should be singing those that without heat sat. 412. That a glorious light have seen. The light has shined on them who long in shades of death have been. In shades of death have been. To hail the Son of Righteousness, the gathering nations come. May joy as when the reapers bear their harvest treasures home, their harvest treasures home. To us a child of hope is born, to us a son is given, and on his shoulder ever rests all power in earth and heaven. All power in earth and heaven. His name shall be the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Lord, the Wonderful, the Counselor, the God by all adored, the God by all adored. Strength and power shall over all extend. On judgment and on justice based, his reign shall have no end. His reign shall have no end. Lord Jesus, reign in us, we pray, and make us thine alone who with the Father ever art, and hold 
Holy Spirit, one, and Holy Spirit, one. Please be seated for the readings. Our first readings from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 and 6, which will also serve as our sermon text. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them as light shined. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Our second reading is from John chapter 1. Verses 9 to 14. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is the passage from Isaiah chapter 9 that was just read. This seems ironic, but my sermon begins, imagine if the power went out right now. (laughs) We would be in, in darkness, and if we attempted to exit, to walk out of here, one person, and one person had night vision goggles, maybe Ron would have the night vision goggles, and He was to watch us. I think he would see much stumbling, staggering, and and floundering around. There wouldn't be any straight lines, but movement here and there, seemingly without purpose. The same thing happens when you get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, walking in darkness. Sometimes in our life, it's not physical darkness that... in which we walk, but but emotional darkness. You know, those times in your life when it seems overwhelmed, when you seem overwhelmed, 
You don't know where to turn, what, what direction to go. Your life seems dark and, and dreary, with no one to help, without any light. Have you ever had those, especially in these COVID days? Have you uh, a desire for the things to, to go back to normal? Are you tired of that, that daily news of, of the death count? Well, today, Israel, uh, today um, Isaiah comes to Israel and to you, and he says, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light, and they that live in the valley, in the land of the shadow of death, upon them has a light shined. The good news is that light is coming. I want you to listen to Handel's Messiah, part 11. And as you listen, I want you to consider the following. And it's on the back of your handout. As you listen to part 11, how does Handel put the theme of darkness to music? Can you hear the words stumbling and staggering and and floundering? And how is a great light and the light has shined Portrayed. Just those first two questions on the back.
hear the stumbling, the, the staggering, the, the floundering in part 11, as the people in, dark, in darkness, and then, then something changes with a, a great light. The light shined, and the, the tone is, is enlightened. That's the wonderful change that Jesus brings. Now listen to part 12. And as you listen, think of the following questions. They're also on your sheet. Why a single bass, a deep voice for part 11, but now a chorus for part 12? How would you describe the tone of the music in part 12? And what word is highlighted in this second half? In the beginning of the second half, why is the word shoulder emphasized? And how are the names of Christ, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, emphasized?
To notice when you got to part 12, things change the more as the child that that light is born. Notice, for unto us that this Son, the, the very Son of God, is given. Do you note how Handel went, went back over and over again and emphasized unto us a child is born? Yes, because that's so important. This child was born unto us, for us, for you. It is out of his great love for you that the Father gave his only begotten Son to you. And then secondly, Handel emphasizes that the government shall be upon his shoulder. This is a surprise. The government is, is usually upon the shoulders of those who are governed. Those governed usually bear the, the weight upon their shoulders, paying taxes, following orders or mandates, and suffering under weight imposed by the government. Just think of crazy Herod and the babies of Bethlehem. Given a little power, the government always wants to take more. As President Ronald Reagan said, the most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. But here, in Isaiah, the government is upon his shoulders. Jesus, that child born, this son given, bears all the weight upon his shoulders. And that's especially seen on the cross, where the weight of, of your sins were, were placed upon him. He literally shouldered it. Yes, you can describe him and his works for you as wonderful. Wonder of, of wonders. He is a perfectly innocent man, suffered and died for you. He is counselor, because by virtue of the spirit of counsel, which he possesses, he can always discern and, and give counsel for the good of his nation. There is no need for him to surround himself with other counselors. He counsels those without counsel. And he's no mere human. He is also mighty God. Mighty and that he has defeated our enemies of sin and death and the devil upon the cross. He is one with the everlasting Father, the creator of the world. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made. In him was the life, and that life was the light of men, the light that shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And finally, he is the prince of peace. As the angels said to the shepherds, glory to God in the highest and peace among those with whom he is pleased. Through his birth, his suffering, his death and resurrection, he brings you that peace that surpasses all understanding. Peace of sins forgiven, of life and salvation. Jesus is each of those titles and so much more. Handel and the Messiah 
as the chorus sing each of these titles like an announcement of, of good news for all people, loudly and, and clearly singing each for all to hear, wonderful counselor, which is exactly what Jesus is. This one brings light to our darkness that we might no longer stumble and stagger and, and flounder. Amen. On Christmas Eve, we'll finish this look at Handel's Messiah with the angel's message to the shepherds in parts 14 to 17, which cover Luke, 8, Luke 2, verses 8 to 14. We continue now with the canticle. Please stand. Let my prayer rise before you as incense, and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowliness of his hand maiden. For behold, from this day, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things to me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He has helped his servant Israel in the remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. We'll sing the Kyrie. Lord, have mercy, Christ, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
It's not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, hear my prayer and let my cry come to you. Lord Jesus Christ, we implore you to hear our prayers and to lighten the darkness of our hearts by your gracious visitation. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Be present, merciful God, and protect us through the hours of this night, so that we who are wearied by the changes and the chances of life may find our rest in you, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Be our light in the darkness, O Lord, and in your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Visit our dwellings, O Lord, and drive from them all snares of the enemy. Let your holy angels dwell with us to preserve us in peace. And let your blessings be upon us always. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Eternal God, the hours of both of day and night are yours, and in you the darkness is no threat. Be present, we pray, with those who labor in these hours of night, especially those who watch and work on behalf of others. Grant them diligence in their watching, faithfulness in their service, courage in danger, and competence in emergencies. Help them to meet the needs of others with confidence and compassion. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. We'll sing our closing hymn. You might want to turn in your hymnal. Um, I was doing this with Bible class this morning. Uh, in your hymnal on page, it's hymn 357, on the right-hand side it has the great O antiphons, uh, there's one for each day. Today is the 16th. Tomorrow, a week before Christmas, we begin singing or praying each verse of those. And there's a prayer there on, uh, for the 17th, the 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, and then all the way up till next Wednesday, the 23rd. Why not one for the 24th? Well, the 24th is Christmas Eve, and he comes uh, at midnight and then Christmas Day. So... That kind of goes along with that, that hymn. The, the, there's a prayer and then each verse.
Um, you may be seated and we'll sing that. captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Come thou wisdom from on high, who orderest all things mightily. To us the path of knowledge show. Teach us in her ways to go. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, O come, thou Lord of might, who to thy tribes on Sinai's height in ancient times didst give the law, in cloud and majesty and awe, Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, thou branch of Jesse's tree, free them at Satan's tyranny that trust thy mighty power to save, and give them victory o'er the grave. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, thou key of David, Come and open wide our heavenly home. Make safe the way that leads to high, and close the path to misery. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, thou day spring from on high, and cheer us by thy dwelling. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night, and as dark shadows put to flight, Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. O come, desire of nations mine, 
in one the hearts of all mankind. Bid thou our sad division cease, and be thyself our King of peace. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel, shall come to thee, O Israel. This hymn has been sung for over 800 years. Luther and Chemnitz and Frederick the Wise and all those guys back during the Reformation and before that and all the way up, your, maybe your grandfathers and grandmothers and all of them have, have sung this hymn. How cool. Um, may God bless you this week. Um, a few announcements. Uh, we'll, next Wednesday, we will not have Advent services because then that next night, we'll have Christmas Eve candlelight service. And that will be at 7 o'clock on the 24th. 7 o'clock. Uh, we always do our, at least my understanding is we always do our evening services at 7. And so the easy way to remember it. And then, um, then Christmas Day, we'll be doing a service of lessons and carols. And there will be a surprise that, that, that day. So Christmas Day, carols and lessons. And um, that, um, that will be at 9 o'clock, just like on our normal Sundays. So just like our Wednesdays and Sundays, 7 o'clock, Christmas Eve, 9 o'clock a.m. Christmas Day. Um, I think that's the only announcements that I have. Uh, thanks for hanging in there with moving and doing it in a different place. Nice to use the organ down here for the first time. <laughs> we had to figure out how to use it. Kelly, you did a good job on it. That's, that's not easy to just pick it up. And so uh, may God bless you this week. I'll let you usher yourself out. <laughs>